With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Republican Senator Bill Haggerty says President Biden is resorting to what he calls thuggery to try and win political victories over Republicans. You know, he's willing to demagogue us and say, really, calling us domestic enemies if we don't agree with him, uh, an enemy of the state, uh, as, as opposed to saying, look, people have different opinions using the powers of persuasion. Senator Rand Paul says it's disingenuous of Dr. Anthony Fauci to claim comments from his political opponents caused the death threats he and his family have received. Paul notes he himself was a target of political, political violence by a Bernie Sanders supporter back in 2017. I came there with a list of people to kill, to assassinate, and uh, yet Dr. Fauci now thinks that he can... Uh, you know, come forward and he's had a death threat. And so that death threat is because people object to him or disagree with him. Senator Paul was interviewed on the Salem Radio Network, and this is SRN News. know you were kicking in your mommy's tummy before you were born? We were? Yep. I just learned at school that babies move and kick before they're even born. No, no wonder we're so good at soccer. That's right, kids. A pre-born baby is moving about and even kicking just 14 weeks from conception. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of information and alternatives to abortion, or you'd like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, Please call 1-800-366-7773, 1-800-366-7773, or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Prolife Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via Internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and solving a wide range of issues. With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own, whether it's for your personal system or business. Arby's Computer Service knows that Internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Turn all the lights on and kill the noise. The Biz 1440 presents the best two hours of economic news and commentary. It's the King Banyan Show. How about a fresca? Your source for penetrating economic insight, razor-sharp analysis, and unflinching universal thought. Everything you need to maintain clarity and stay ahead of the economic curve. Now, here's Professor King Banyan. He's a strange doctor. Strange doctor. We finally made it to campus. Oh, well... I'm having a conversation with my my producer. I find out he knows famous people. Excellent. 
Excellent. I have never met that particular Genesis. Um, but um, I, I think I've told this story many, many years ago. Gosh, gotta be almost forty years ago now. I was a I was a DJ at a college station uh, in Southern California and played played some of the most odd music you could imagine. Rhino Records uh, was three blocks from the station. So we got lots from there. But the sponsor was another, I'm just going to use the old-fashioned term, record store, um, about eight miles away. Uh, the name of the place will tell you kind of what's going on inside. It was called Toxic Shock Records. Uh, and it was, it was uh, they would send me things that, some of which, well, let me put it this way. Um, for those of you old enough to remember, uh, or or eclectic enough to remember, which is how I think of Sean, um, uh, the Violet Femmes was rather mild for the kind of music they liked. Um, so, <laughs> so, so we've just been having a, a discussion of a, one, a band of which uh, Toxic Shock would send me, you know, every recording of theirs they could find. Uh, and would we would play we would play it so it was a lot of it was a lot of fun but little re- recollection and apparently uh, Sean has met one of the members of that particular band um, I can mention them by name I guess uh, a band called Throbbing Gristle uh, we'll give you a little feel for what that music was like anyway we didn't come here to do music reviews I'm sure I'm sure you didn't come to hear it um, we have a great show for you we're going to try something a little different in 2022 it's it is an election year now. I always want to make sure people know this. This is not a show meant to discuss politics. This is about business. This is about finance. The show does have to co- it occasionally covers higher education because I am a dean uh, at uh, St. Cloud State University. I'm dean of the School of Public Affairs. Uh, I am uh, very interested in these things. In, in these things, but in the School of Public Affairs, we talk about policy a lot, and I talk about policy a lot on this show as a re- on a regular basis. But it being a, a a year where there are many people seeking political office, we from time to time are offered an opportunity to talk to political figures. And tip- the typical stuff that I used to do when I was over on our sister station, AM 12A, The Patriot, with Mitch Berg, who's still there and does his show 1 to 3 in the afternoons on Saturday, or Brad Carlson does the same thing 1 to 3 on Sundays, or my old friend Ed Morrissey, who's now gone off to Texas to do his own podcast, but I think is still well within the uh, Salem network here. Um, All of that stuff, all of that stuff that I used to do, I've intentionally not done for the last 12 years. Um, started for a different reason, but over the last five to six years, it's been simply, speaking of toxic shock, it's, a lot of that stuff has been a little toxic. And I find myself from time to time happy that I don't do those things anymore. But if you want to talk policy, you've got to talk to people in a position to both think about policy and in a position to maybe do something about policy. So th- all that to say... Uh, we ex- we are expecting uh, Kendall Qualls, who recently announced was former congressional candidate, uh, and recently announced candidate for governor for the state of Minnesota to come on the show. Now we're not going to ask him about the campaign, and I am, and he will probably say things about about uh, the cur- the incumbent governor Walls during his discussion. 
can't be helped. It's part of what it's, and nobody would blame him for doing so. But that's not the point. Our point is, here are the issues that we think are important that we talk about on this show, and you are invited to come talk about those issues with us. If anybody is listening from one of, from another campaign, and including you, Governor Walls, I'd love to have you on the show, and I'll ask you the same questions. They're going to give you the same space to the space to answer them, and I'm just going to hold them all for posterity. And I'm hoping that our our audience is able to learn something about the issues of the campaign. Because frankly, we spend too much time talking about personalities and very little time talking about what's coming next and what policies to be done next. And so I'm hoping I'm just going to be able to do that with do that with with Mr. Qualls, hopefully with other candidates as well. We're going to be open to that that possibility here for a while. And we'll see what happens. They will all get one shot because I've got like five or six policy issues I want to discuss. And when they're done with those, I don't have anything more I really want to talk to them about. So they'll be off to the to the to the uh, news talk stations like 1280. uh, And that's fine. I just want to do this one time so that I can I can hear what are they thinking. And I hope you'll find that just as interesting as I'm going to find it this hour. Well, I mean, what else is there to talk about? I mean, my goodness, you get President Biden giving a press conference, and I won't discuss the entirety of the press conference, but I do have like a couple minutes of it that we probably should talk about. Because after talking about the pandemic and his ideas for stopping COVID, um, and if you're you're like me, you're right now in that period where you're going, you know what, maybe I just want to be a little safer for just a couple more weeks because there's a big benefit to that because this wave seems to be, it seems to have risen fast, is cresting, and maybe is going to recede very fast as well and it follows the patterns that have happened in South Africa or Denmark and it increasingly looks like the UK is following that pattern. If that also happens here in the United States... Two to three weeks from now, we could probably do a lot more things together than we can right at this moment. So, eh, playing it just a little bit safer for the time being. So he spent some time talking in the press conference about that. Then he goes he goes out and wants to say something about inflation as well. And so he does this. And Sean, let's play this right away. Cut number seven. The inflation has everything to do with the supply chain, and. Uh, I think what you're seeing is that we've been able to make progress on speeding up the access to materials. Uh, For for example, one-third of the the, uh, uh, increase in cost of living is the cost of automobiles. The reason automobiles have skyrocketed in price is because of the lack of computer chips. So we have the capacity... And we're going to do everything in our power to do it, to become self-reliant on the computer chips that we need. I'm going to be as charitable about this as I can to, to the president, because what I heard in that was an analysis of why inflation is happening. And this is, you know, he this is the first thing he says about inflation. He goes immediately to what's happening with cars, right? 
And over the period of time since since July of 2020 to now, he mentioned used cars. Wholesale price of used cars is measured by the Mannheim Index, which is an industry index for for that. And it's, so it's the price at the auctions. It's not the retail price that you're paying on a car lot. That's up 55% from about 18 months ago. If I take all of that, if I take the share of used cars in CPI, and I multiply that 55 by that, and it's 2.4% is the number, right? So take the 0.55, multiply it by the 0.024, and you could do the math. It's about 1.5% of the entire increase in CPI from 18 months ago. Headline CPI is up almost 10%. So this is about 15% of it. He's put his finger on that. You could do the same thing with new cars. Yeah, it might be a third of it. But his theory is it's all because of the computer chip problem. Let's suppose I agree with that. I I was away last week and apologized because we didn't we didn't get to do we didn't get to do uh, a, a talk about the inflation numbers when they had come out last week uh, or, or week uh, the week before last. But what we did, what 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 this what we've done about this is is pretty clear. We have said that price increases are a result of both supply and demand. And what they've missed, I think, is the demand part. They're blaming the entire thing on the supply chain. Again, you hear him say it's a supply chain issue. And so what they've done is say we are we are engaged in a process of trying to build more computer chip plants. And I was, last week, I said I was away. I was in Arizona. You know what they're all talking about down there? The new fabrication plants for chips that are being built by Intel. And, okay, I'm going to blank on the name of the second. There's a, there's a second plant going up down there, and it's not, it's not an Intel plant. But, uh, but two major plants. They are hugely expensive. How long do you think it will take before they're online? It's not going to be in 2022. It's probably going to be second half of 2023 before those plants are up. So you can tell me you've got a plan for how to fix that. And he says, well, my story is chips, and I'm going to connect it to what we're trying to do to encourage production of chips in the United States. Great, Mr. President. But it's two years, generously, 18 months, before any of those chips have an impact on, on the uh, market for uh, on the production of automobiles. It takes a long time to build a fabrication plant. It takes a long time to build a fabrication plant. So what are you doing to speed up that process? What can you do to help with that right now? What do you think? And that's the part that he didn't get to in that talk. He he mentioned the mentioned it, but it's a cure. I got it. That's not exactly what we're looking for. So we're gonna. That's what we're hoping to do with some of our some of our candidates that might come by to talk to us. I don't I don't have anybody else lined up, but uh, the Qualls campaign reached out to me. I was happy and. I've met Mr. Qualls uh, at, at an event last fall. I, I find him very pleasant and thought, yeah, I'd do that, and then thought in the next breath, but I know some of the other people, and they might want to come on too. 
he decided, you know what? We're going to be good with that. That's going to be okay with us. Um, and this, you know, it's really interesting to me that, that we get a chance to talk to people about what are their ideas to stop problems like inflation. We'll hear more from the president and uh, and from some other folks as well, including Larry Summers. He was back on Wall Street Week last night, and and I don't think he was terribly impressed with what he heard, what he heard from the president's press conference either. We'll hear that right after this. You're listening to the King Banging Show on the Biz 1440. Sightseeing in Ferris, at the Mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to the Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. When you take the time to really get to know your body, you find that the root causes of its aches and pains are usually simple. The older we get, the more exercise we undertake and the more injuries we sustain, the more inflammation our bodies suffer from. It's so simple. And my answer to that pain is Relief Factor, which I discovered years ago and take every single day to great effect. It helps the body to fight off inflammation, and I've never found anything that worked better in my life. I can't recommend it enough. 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. relieffactor.com. If you could build the world's greatest radio station, where would you start? We'd begin by creating a live station that's able to provide breaking news updates. Then we'd install some of today's top political voices behind the mic. Finally, we'd craft a convenient way to listen with a specialized mobile app. No, it's not a work in progress. It's on the air now. AM 1280, The Patriot. Intelligent radio. Online at am1280thepatriot.com. There's a ton to explore at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Like the biggest savings around at our half-off deals tab. Click on programs to see our daily lineup. Win prizes at the VIP fan club. Catch up on your favorite podcasts and more. Some folks are born made to wave the flag. Ooh, they're red, white, 
Welcome back, King Banyan Show, the Biz 1440. Thank you for listening to us. So let me play for you the rest of the, a, a couple more cuts from this press conference. Um, and, and again, there were lots of things at the press conference that you heard a lot about. You probably didn't hear a lot about the inflation part of the press conference because it probably was, I don't know if I'm going to say it's the least controversial part, but it wasn't as controversial as some of the other aspects of the, of the, of the presser that he did. So, so he's identified the supply chain issue. He's identified that, that one of his policies is supposed to speed up the building of computer chips to help with the production of automobiles. That, that's not just that's 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 a policy and that's what he thinks is going to help okay he then goes on and talks further about inflation here cut number eight please sean we have to deal with for example like i said you have a circumstance where people are paying more for a pound of hamburger meat than they ever paid well one of the reasons for that is you don't have that many folks out there that are the ones that are got the big four controlling it all and so you're going to see more and more. We're going to move on this competition piece to allow more and more smaller operations to come in and be able to engage in providing, buying and providing the access to much cheaper uh, uh, meat uh, than, uh, than exists now. So I was with a friend down in my friends down in Arizona. I, I'm at the age where I have a lot of friends who, who go down south for the winter. Um, I'm not retired, but some of them are, and they are able to, and they have places down there. And so I went to stay with one of them and, and in, in a suburb of Phoenix and, and like many people, they, they have these wonderful grills and, and so forth in the back. And so particularly because you're concerned about going out to eat with, with Omicron and so forth, although we did go out a couple of times, um, just put in a plug for a local chain in Phoenix. Uh, if you like like New York style Jewish deli food, okay. And I know I'm, this is sidebar partly to Don. If you like that stuff and you haven't discovered Chompies yet, you're in for a treat. Um, I, I mean, just go and get the pastrami and get yourself a matzo ball soup. Ooh, ooh, so good. Uh, but anyway, we went to buy we we went to buy steaks to put on a grill, and. The price on these steaks was $33 a pound. Now, these were premium steaks. And I so my friend and I buying the steaks, and this is a butcher shop. Uh, indeed, it has the wonderful name of Midwestern Meats. Well, where the heck else would we go? We're from the Midwest. So we go in, we buy these steaks, and they're 33 bucks a pound, and we're buying, we're buying some, we're, we're buying some beautiful, beautiful, uh, 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 bone-in, bone-in ribeyes, and they're gorgeous steaks. And, and I said, "How much were these steaks three months ago?" She's and she looks at me, she's like, "Oh, yeah, well," and I and I said, "I said thirty? And she said, "No, th- these were like t- maybe twenty-seven fifty or twenty-seven, maybe even twenty-eight. So that's eighteen percent increase in ninety days in meat prices." Indeed, I tweeted to you using the hashtag #PoundKBRS uh, a picture a picture uh, of uh, the CRB index for food that uh, just posted, and it's just hit hit a, an annual high, and it just keeps climbing and climbing and climbing. Okay, 
So it is that that in, that food index is is much, um, much, much uh, uh, worse than uh, uh, much worse than than it was before. Right. So I see the inflation being far greater than the car story. And indeed, I've got I've got people tweeting at me about energy prices. Let me cut let me cut over to something else. This is Mark Fisher. He was on CNBC uh, um, yesterday on Friday talking about these about energy prices as well. Cut number one, please, Sean. Eventually, you know, oil is as long as the as long as we're trying to go ahead and replace dirty oil, you know, coal, oil, mat gas, with reliable, renewable energy. And yet we still have the supply uh, differential where we're not going to be able to supply as much. And where companies like Exxon and BP have pledged to go carbon neutral and are spending much more of their capex on renewable energy and less on, you know, you know, conventional energy. The the handwriting's on the wall. Eventually we're going to trade even higher. We it's, I mean, it, it, it's going to happen, whether it's $100, $95, $110, I, I don't know. But overall, the pictures go, you know, is we're going to go much higher. That's not even inflation currently cooked into the books. That's the inflation still to come on energy prices. And nowhere in the president's answer did he have that to say. So he's, he says, so his his strategy for inflation first Get more chips. Uh, I'm going to encourage you. Thank you, thank you, uh, research assistant Don, uh, for letting me know that uh, it's TSMC that's building the other the other place. And it, there's a big chip production economy down there, and they're adding to it in Arizona. Um, but um, but you know, it, and and teaches us a, a lot about how it is, how does they do it? And it's interesting to me, right? The the Phoenix Valley has over 200 golf courses, which is why I go down there, and I only probably played seven or eight of them. I have seven or eight of them that I just, you know, I have three or four that I just love, and people say, don't you want to try a new place? It's like, no, I'm only here once a year. I want to play that course that I know and love. Um, okay, because, you know, and it also helps me. It also helps me that, uh, you know, in fact, knowing the course makes my score a little bit lower. Uh, doesn't hurt, uh, but you you look to see what they're doing. This the article doesn't have, and I hope someone can confirm for me how how long it's going to take to build these plants and how long it'll be before these plants come online. Fab forty two, which is the newest of the Intel plants, I believe had been started uh, two years ago, and that's why in my head it's like two years to build a place. Um, but uh, someone may be able to give me better information on that because. Because that's just a number I'm pulling out of my head right now um, from memory. Um, so I believe that there's a lot of opportunities. Um, there's a lot of opportunities out here for for policies to reduce this. But he's mentioned inflation. He's mentioned competition in the meat industry. That's interesting, although you know, concentration in the meat industry did not just recently happen. It didn't happen on, uh, it didn't, it didn't happen. I mean, I live in a 
part of the country which has meatpacking plants, and there has been concentration in that area. A local place here in town is now owned by a by a multinational corporation with headquarters in Brazil. Um, it's happening here, just as it's happening here with international, you know, multinationals buying our local businesses, just as they have uh, another place where they bought a lot has been in the. Uh, uh, the uh, prescription optical uh, space. Um, there was at one time in the 50s, I think in the 1960s is the number I've got in the history, uh, there were 15 separate places, pro, you know, manufacturing eyewear in the St. Cloud area. Um, pretty much all of the small independents now are gone. And we've got two or three companies that are doing that are, that have all the production capacity. None of them are locally owned. I think. Well, I think there is one that I got to think about that. I don't even think that one's locally owned. So, I think those are all gone. Um, those are all gone. So, I have a real uh, issue with the strategy being laid out here. And let me just to be fair to. To, to the president, I want to play one more piece where he's pretty clear that there is something on the demand side that he's looking at because he's gone supply issue on inflation, he's gone supply issue on, on competition, and now he's going to go to the demand issue, cut number nine. The Federal Reserve provided extraordinary support during the crisis for the previous year and a half. Given the strength of our economy and the pace of recent price increases, it's appropriate as the federal chairman, Chairman Powell, the Fed Chairman Powell has indicated, to recalibrate the support that is now necessary. Right. Recalibrate means basically let it rip. Go ahead and let's let's uh, get this thing under control. There was some commentary about this yesterday on on, on uh, here on Bloomberg that I want you to hear. From a couple folks, I mentioned Larry Summers before, uh, uh, Adamana Zuldrum uh, from the conference board also. I've got both of those folks coming up right after this. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. I'm Staff Sergeant Mark Anthony I'm Madrid. Staff Sergeant Samantha Cowell. Staff Sergeant I'm Alex Staff Keeley. Sergeant William Lewis, and I am proud to defend my family and our nation. The Air Force Reserve is part of the story of this great nation. I'm grateful that I have a chance to wear the uniform of the heroes that went before me. I am proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference in the world. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. Even as technology evolves and changes, our commitment to defend and protect this nation remains steadfast. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. And I am proud to be a member. And of I'm proud to serve in the United and States. And I am Air Force. proud to protect our country. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said. 
My air conditioner broke, and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke, and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-824-3853. 800-824-3853. That's 800-824-3853. 800-824-3853. Ah man, winter's here and I missed out on getting my roof done. Did you at least get your siding fixed? Nah, didn't get to that either. Well, I wouldn't worry. Just call JTR Roofing. JTR will give you an estimate and get your project on their calendar for first thing in the spring. There are a ton of roofing and siding companies. Why should I call JTR? First, check out their online reviews like this one. JTR did the roofing and siding on our house. Fantastic. And conscientious workers. Okay. Or there's this one. I can't say enough about what great guys they are. JTR should be your first and last call. Hmm. Plus, JTR Roofing is also a locally owned company. They stand behind their work, and they'll be there for you in the years to come. JTR Roofing. Sounds like I better give them a call. Visit JTRRoofingInc.com. That's JTRRoofingInc.com to set up your no-obligation consultation. JTR Roofing, windows, siding, and gutters. JTRRoofingInc.com Welcome back, King Penn Show. The Biz 1440. Hmm. I do love that song. Oh, you're... Um, do you got it? We have to start playing more of... Note to self. We have to start playing more of Sean's playlist in the car when we're driving around. Because that's awesome. Um, yeah, don't forget. There's a Spotify channel for the King Banyan radio show. You can go look it up. Um, you can go find it. You, you know, because I'm... I think uh, Sean stores them every week there, if, uh, if I'm right. Uh, and I, I'm super interested always in the music that our, that our youth like to play. Uh, and fun to, fun to see when they are playing stuff that is close to what I like to play as well. Um, what the heck just happened here? Hang on. Okay. Yeah, just had something fall on the floor. A little, little production issue. We're back. Um, all right. So... Six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. The number to call. The questions and comments. Kendall Qualls on the show after at the top of the ten o'clock hour. Uh, so stick around for that. I think it'll be. I think it'll be excellent. Um, this this research that's happening. More research now coming out about what what are the causes of inflation. And let me, you know. And I think this will be the show title for the hour. Inflation is both supply and demand. If we haven't used that before, Sean, let's use it. Because it is very, very important to understand that supply chain issues in and of themselves can cause prices to rise in some areas, 
but induces a lot of behaviors in the other direction that in, that actually are good for us. If if computer chips are really in short supply or are supplied from a part of the world that is increasing in political risk, <laughs> uh, then uh, you might want to build more plants in other parts of the world. And that is actually an investment that generates long-term productive value. It increases the GDP of an economy to have that level of additional production. But there are things such as, you know, such as the uh, fiscal and monetary policies in the United States that are demand-influencing, moving consumption here and there, and those don't necessarily can potentially lead to additional productive capacity, but don't frequently do so. Uh, getting at this a little uh, somewhat, uh, Adamano Zildrum is the chief economist for the conference board. He does a he's the one that generates the uh, leading economic indicators for the United States as well as many other countries. And he was on Bloomberg uh, Radio here on the Biz fourteen forty yesterday talking about this and had this to say. Let's play cut number two, please. Good morning. Uh, yes, the U.S. leading economic index uh, continues to uh, rise on an upward trajectory. That's uh, good news for the economy. Uh, the economic expansion, you know, going well into the spring, uh, pretty strong growth ahead. Um, and, uh, you know, that strong growth is uh, really uh, pushing up uh, inflation in addition to, um, you know, other things that are raising uh, prices like supply chain problems. Um, but uh, overall, that would be consistent uh, with the Fed uh, starting to uh, raise uh, interest rates in the months ahead. So we'll talk more about the Fed here in a little bit, but but if you listen carefully to that, he mentions supply chain issues, which are causing some inflation, but his focus is actually really on the demand side. It is on the fact that people are demanding more of, of goods. If you look at energy prices, I'm going to go play, play this a second time. This was Mark Fisher, who has been a commodities trader for about 35 years, um, talking about what's going on in the energy space and the fact that, that you've got this strong demand coming in, but there are impediments on supply as well. Cut number one again, please, Sean. Eventually... You know, oil is as long as the as long as we're trying to go ahead and replace dirty oil, you know, coal, oil, mat gas with re- reliable renewable energy, and yet we still have the supply dif- di- uh, differential where we're not going to be able to supply as much, and where companies like Exxon and BP have pledged to go carbon neutral and are spending much more of their capex on renewable energy and less on, you know, you know, conventional energy. The handwriting's on the wall. Eventually, we're going to trade even higher. We, it's, I mean, it, it, it's going to happen. Whether it's a hundred dollars, ninety-five dollars, one hundred and ten dollars, I, I don't know. But overall, the pictures go. You know, is we're going to go much higher. And I think that's right. I mean, I, I driving around Arizona, I saw, you know, because they have much higher state taxes on on fuel. Um, they're their uh, gas prices were about 40 cents higher than ours. But when I came back, 
I'm not seeing the 299s much anymore. I see 319, I see 324, or something like that. I don't know that we're going to see sub $3 gasoline, except for some very odd periods. There's a little there. There's like, almost like a calendar I can set to tell you when you're going to get the lowest gas price and the highest gas price. Um, one of those one of those windows. The next window that pops up for me in my calendar is April May. Um, always seems to happen around fishing opener, but it, it, it's both demand and supply. As in the, every case, these things are both demand and supply. Ozildrum well, uh, continues. This was again from Bloomberg yesterday. He's talking about leading economic indicators, leading economic index that the conference board puts out. Cut number three, please. So, of course, uh, we take into account, uh, you know, inflation in the component indicators uh, that we're, we're looking at. And uh, higher inflation uh, does reduce uh, purchasing uh, power of consumers. It affects uh, consumers' outlook. Uh, so that's one of the factors that have been uh, affecting, you know, how uh, consumers are thinking about uh, their current and future spending. Um, so it does, uh, you know, have a, a very large role in... In, uh, where indicators are, are going. So, from a consumer confidence index write-up by a company called We uh, called Langer, um, quote: "The grip of decades high inflation pushed Americans' ratings of the buying climate to a nine-year low this week, and assessments of the national economy to their largest single-week drop since the onset of the pandemic, leaving consumer comfort index at its lowest level since June of 2020." Economic outlooks, for their part, turned acutely negative, deepening already pessimistic views. For the first time since May 2020, a majority now thinks the national economy is getting worse. Close quote. That's a, that's a pretty big statement. Right? So food prices hitting an all-time high, the steak at the butcher shop at an all-time high, your gas prices are going up substantially, and and as as Ozildrum says, this is really a uh, this is concerning. It's even concerning to our chief executives. Let's finish out. Let's finish out this part of his interview. Cut number four. Uh, yeah, the, so the money saved during the pandemic period um, uh, really helped to keep the economy afloat, and household balance sheets have been in in good shape. Um, uh, there. You know, there might be uh, some more spending because of those, you know, good balance sheets. A lot of debt has been paid down and uh, some of the remainder uh, will feed into demand. Uh, and that's that's also something that feeds into uh, future inflation as well. Meaning, simply, the money that has been stocked up through the, the CARES Act in 2020, CARISA at the end of 20, early 21, American Recovery Plan in March of 21, that has improved balance sheets. And so while you see these measures of highest prices and buying climates at nine-year lows, etc., as you see all that, people do have money. They're not, they're not hurting on their balance sheets. So a a sharp pullback of spending, which is what's supposed to happen when you raise prices. People are supposed to buy less of your good. And that's kind of the purpose that, that higher prices provide. They do two things. They, they hold back spending, particularly during a period when you've got shortages. 
and they encourage people to make more, like those chip plants in Arizona. But when people are holding more money, their tolerance for higher prices is greater than it might otherwise be. So that increase in, in, in that improvement of, of balance sheets, which is showing up in lots of other places. I mean, another place where it's showing up, home, home buying and home building are now sitting at all-time highs. Or not all-time highs, but, but the highest since, I think, 2006. Now, back then, people's balance sheets weren't nearly so flush, and, they, and so you had households taking on more and more debt through riskier and riskier mortgage products trying to buy houses. Not as true now. And so it's not quite the same market, but it's also a market where, where builders are clearly thinking they can get more people in place. So let's take a break here. When we come back, uh, Larry Summers was on last night and talked about the, the fact that President Biden said, hey, the Fed needs to do something about this. We'll talk about that right after this here. Listening to the King Banyan Show on The Biz, 1440. You come from a land down The Biz 1440, KYCR Golden Valley. Do your employees love their commute to the office? With working space changes, your office site can be either a sore spot or a huge bonus to an employee. Center Point of Mendota Heights gives you an advantage. It's conveniently located near major roadways, has a park-like setting near the Mississippi River close to walking and biking trails, with great lunch spots nearby. This eight-building, single-story business campus features free parking, customizable office space with no shared common areas, enhanced air purification systems, separate utility meters, and private restrooms. Amazing! Center Point of Mendota Heights is the ultimate in business convenience. You and your employees have an easy commute to the centralized location near Minneapolis and St. Paul with accessibility to MSP Airport. Center Point of Mendota Heights is locally owned and managed. An ideal place for a business looking for a value-forward move. Their mission is to support local business owners like you. Learn more by visiting escapetomendota.com. That's escapetomendota.com. Everyone has important numbers, a phone number, a year you were born, even your anniversary. At Appliance Renew, giving our customers savings up to 50% off is one of our important numbers. Hey, it's Michael, owner of Appliance Renew. We sell brand new scratch and ding, name brand appliances. Our inventory of over 250 appliances changes weekly. I put all appliances through a 20-point inspection, checking that all components, belts, and lines are running at peak performance. Appliance Renew is locally owned and operated in beautiful downtown Farmington. Visit ApplianceRenew.com or give me a call at 612-564-9207. It's worth the trip to downtown Farmington in the South Metro for savings up to 50% off brand new scratch and ding appliances. Saving money is worth the drive when a little ding doesn't mean a thing at Appliance Renew. For the life of your home, visit ThinkAMI.com. Did Minnesota break your furnace? 
burst your pipes, or fry your electrical panels. Air Mechanical's team of professionals can be your backup call. They come out right away, not in weeks. Plus, save an extra 15% off repairs when you become an Air Mechanical Total Solutions member. Stay healthy and warm this winter. Call or schedule at thinkami.com. That's thinkami.com. For the life of your home, visit thinkami.com. Hi, everyone. This is Mary Carey from America's number one travel radio show, inviting you to join Robert and me and Rudy each Sunday as we cover the ever-evolving world of travel and explore the world together on RM World Travel. Tune in this Sunday evening at 7. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to the Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, The Biz, 1440. You could just use that every ent- entry. That'd be awesome. Uh, <laughs> love it. 651-289-4477, the number to call. Uh, visiting with Kendall Qualls at the top of the hour. Uh, looking forward to uh, talking about uh, uh, issues uh, facing uh, the economy uh, with Mr. Qualls at that time. Uh, but we've been... Uh, We've teased throughout the uh, the last uh, few moments uh, uh, the uh, the Larry Summers pieces from from last night on uh, on Wall Street Week as he appears every week there. Um, I always find that there's something he says that is uh, helpful uh, in talking about talking about what it is that the Fed needs to. He's talking about inflation and what what what's happening on the demand side and what what probably should happen here pretty soon. Uh, let's go ahead and play this cut number five, please. We got an economy that's looking like it's above the speed limit and it's going to have to slow down. And the Fed's got a very delicate operation now in uh, slowing it down. Uh, the delicacy of that operation is underscored by the turbulence in asset markets since the beginning of the year. It's underscored by the uh, softness in some kinds of measures of consumer sentiment and uh, consumer spending. But if we're going to have maximum employment and maximum growth uh, over time, uh, we're going to have to control the pace of the growth of uh, total incomes so that more of it can go into more employment and more output and less of it into inflation. So it's a very interesting piece, and it was a reminder when I heard this piece. Indeed, indeed, I'm going to ask you to listen to it again, but it's because it's very, 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 very telling that he, it, Summers believes that demand side policies can can choose what level of the demand impulse goes to production to encourage additional production. Okay, we used to call this Keynes law. Demand creates its own supply, which is standing what we used to teach, the classical view. Uh, in which uh, in which say say basically it basically lays it out. It, it's a it's a it's a balderization of, of what he exactly said. But supply creates its own demand is good enough. I mean, that'll work for what what it was he said. 
but um but he's basically doing the demand creates its own supply piece and saying i can fi- i can control stuff so let's play that one more time cut number five we got an economy that's looking like it's above the speed limit and it's going to have to slow down and the fed's got a very delicate operation now in uh slowing it down uh the delicacy of that operation is underscored by the turbulence in asset markets since the beginning of the year. It's underscored by the uh, softness in some kinds of measures of consumer sentiment and uh, consumer spending. But if we're going to have maximum employment and maximum growth uh, over time, uh, we're going to have to control the pace of the growth of uh, total incomes so that more of it can go into more employment and more output and less of it into inflation. And if they do that, it'll be the first time they've ever done it. That's all I'm gonna, I, I, I would say. I just say to people, it, yeah, that that might work. You might see that happen. But if it does happen, it will be the first time that happens. And I think that's the key point here. All right. Is the, you know, so when when President Biden says this, cut number nine. The Federal Reserve provided extraordinary support during the crisis for the previous year and a half. Given the strength of our economy and the pace of recent price increases, it's appropriate, as the federal chairman, Chairman Powell, the Fed Chairman Powell has indicated, to recalibrate the support that is now necessary. When he says that, he thinks that that can be done. So everyone's believing in something that I don't think they really have ever been able to do, and I don't think that they can do, right? Uh, uh, Summer's uh, cut number six. There's still a belief that with very limited monetary actions that have not taken full effect, we will see inflation uh, slow to the 2% range by the end of the year. That certainly could happen, but it wouldn't be my bet, given the tremendous tightness of labor markets, given increasing signs that China is going to be a source of bottlenecks for quite some time to come given increasing concerns about uh, oil prices, given that there's a lot of housing inflation that still has to feed through the system, and given how remarkably low real interest rates uh, are, I don't think that it's the best bet that inflation is going to be coming down to the two, into the 2% range or the twos by uh, the end of the year. So... There will be a Fed meeting this coming week, and we'll be talking about it next week here on the King Banyan Show. If the Fed is going to move interest rates in March as one of potentially four steps, the four rate increases, if they want to have the optionality of four rate increases, and if they want to hold to the idea that they would stop quantitative easing, they're still easing. There's still quantitative easing. It's just not as much quantitative easing as they were doing six months ago. But they're still easing. The balance sheet of the Federal Reserve is $8.9 trillion. Okay? I, I think it's going to reach nine before it stops. 
then if they are going to start raising interest rates in March and do everything else they said they're going to do, this meeting has to be the meeting at which they say, you are, we are ending quantitative easing now or within the next 30 days or the next, it will, it will be done by the time the next meeting happens in March. That's the only way they can, they can do what they said they're going to do. And they're very deliberate. They, 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 they know surprising the markets is not something they should do. So my expectation is at this next meeting, the Fed will say this week on Wednesday will say quantitative easing is done. We, we will not provide anymore. Okay, well, that's great. But that just gets you to stand still with a $9 trillion balance sheet and rates at zero. The hard part comes next, and the real question is, can you do that in a way that does, that gets you back to 2% inflation without losing the growth that we're expecting to have happen? Coming up right after this, after these messages, Kendall Qualls, uh, who is running for governor here in the state of Minnesota, we're going to talk a little. We're going to talk about a little policy and a little uh, economic analysis here on the King Banyan Show on the Biz fourteen forty. It's said that if you don't like the weather, just wait a few minutes and it'll change. Well, the weather isn't the only thing changing. According to our latest research, local business owners today are saying it's getting harder to sustain their business than it was just a few months ago. They also told us that targeting the right audience with their advertising messages is more important than ever. At Salem Surround, our team of local in-market experts take that seriously. We utilize the latest research and marketing technology to deliver media plans that will exceed your expectations. Let Salem Surround show you how we can solve for your marketing challenges by bringing nationwide resources while delivering Main Street solutions. Salem Surround is here to help you through the constant changes. We promise we'll help your business stay ahead of the changing weather. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Wally Langfellow and Eric Nelson from Minnesota Score Radio's 10,000 Takes, talking about Minnesota's 10,000 losing teams. Wild Wolves, Gophers, Twins, Vikings, you name it, we'll cover it. Will any team step up and give Minnesota's long-suffering fans something to cheer about? If they do, we'll tell you about it on 10,000 Takes. 10,000 Takes, weeknights at 5, here on the Biz 1440. Twin Cities Business Radio. We wanted a four-wheel drive SUV, so we just stopped at Invergrove Hyundai, and we liked what we see. And obviously the same day even, I bought one. Hi, this is Gary in Maplewood, and that started the relationship with uh, Invergrove Hyundai, and I'm on my third Hyundai since. I've bought at least 20 new cars, and in all the dealerships that I've dealt with, I've never felt more at home and appreciated than I have with Invergrove Hyundai. I would just say that anybody looking for a vehicle, give uh, Invergrove Hyundai a shot at it. You'll be happy you did. I would more than highly recommend Invergrove Hyundai. I'm a partner of theirs forever, just for the way I was treated at, uh, at their dealership. I, I just can't say enough. Every new Hyundai, like the 2022 Santa Fe, comes with America's best warranty, 10-year, 100,000-mile limited powertrain, and Hyundai Assurance. Check out their new inventory arriving daily at InvergroveHyundai.com. 
Hi, I'm Ben Hageman. I own American Pressure with my brother. Being family-owned and operated has allowed us to be very nimble and plan for demand and growth. Yes, we have machines and accessories on the shelf, with more arriving every day. We focus on delivering value by offering a full range of pressure washers and steam cleaners, and we are looking forward to taking care of our customers for years to come. Give us a call at 763-521-4442. American Pressure. Common Sense Business Talk 